0: You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. Now, The Bible says that the gifts are profitable. Every gift, that means every gift that we're talking about. But in particular, there is a profitability or something in the area of the gift of tongues that will help us. And I'm going to get into that fully tomorrow. But what I want you to see with me is this. First of all, seven of the nine gifts operated in the Old Testament. The only two gifts that you do not find in the Old Testament are tongues and the interpretation of tongues. I concluded, and I'm sure you can see this, that that didn't take place until we came into the new covenant and until God honored the blood of the cross, what Jesus did. And then Jesus told us specifically in John's gospel, the 16th chapter, he said, if I go away, I'll send unto you another comforter. A paracletos a divine helper, one called alongside to help us. Can you say amen? amen. And so the Holy Spirit is seen as coming to help us. But up until that time, until Jesus went away, the Holy Spirit had not yet been given. And so you don't see the manifestation of tongues until the day of Pentecost. Acts chapter 2 verse 4, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, hallelujah, someone say fully come. fully come, the Bible says the Spirit filled the house where they were sitting. Then the Spirit filled them, and they all began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. Can you say amen? Amen. Now, I wrote this down, and I want to get this into your heart. It took the mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost. It took the mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost to birth the manifestation of these two gifts, tongues and interpretation of tongues. Speaking in tongues, let me give you a definition is supernatural utterance by the Holy Spirit in languages never learned by the speaker, neither understood by the speaker or hearer. It is not, for example, linguistic ability. It has nothing to do with the mind or the intellect of man. But the Manifestation of the Spirit comes from God's Spirit out of your spirit. Can you say amen? Amen. And the Bible says that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. That candle, that light is your spirit. That's why in James, the first chapter, verse 17, God is referred to as the Father of lights. And so he oversees our spirit. By the working of the Holy Spirit. Can you say man? Now you can be saved and not have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 19, when Paul went to Ephesus, he asked the question: Have you received since you believed? So the baptism of the Holy Spirit is subsequent to salvation, and the power of salvation. Now, the Bible says in Romans that God's dealt a measure of his spirit and faith to every man. But the measure is not the fullness of the Holy Ghost. It's just a measure. Are you still listening to me? I love to watch my wife make things to eat. Not talking about crafts. Talking about eating and she has these in the drawer, all of these recipes people have given her all over the nation. And she would say, what do you feel like having? Oh, let me look at the papers. And I went through them the other day and I laid out what, three or four on the table. All right. She said, I'll go to the store and get the ingredients. I said, yes, Lord, help her to get there and back. Brother Matt, she went to Walmart to buy everything. You know what I say. God raised up Walmart in the last days for his children. And she comes back and she begins to mix the ingredients. She gets out measuring cups. And it takes a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And she starts measuring. And I like it when she fills the measuring cup and then takes a knife and scrapes the excess off. Oh, I feel Emeril Lagasse working at that time. I'm just waiting for her to go, bam, amen. When he was younger, Emerald used to come to my meetings in Massachusetts. His mother, Hilda, was in the Portuguese fellowship there where we preached. And I made him nervous. He'd stand outside smoking. I said, I haven't even started preaching yet, brother. And then I saw him again later in New Orleans. But let me tell you something. I like good cooking. And I'm looking around and I see many of you do too. But she mixes by measure the ingredients. But it takes all of it, the full measure of everything, to produce whatever it is she's making. This is a beautiful example, if you think about it, to the working of the Holy Spirit. Line upon line, Isaiah prophesied. Precept upon precept. God doesn't give it all to you at once. Are you listening to me? One time I was in a meeting. Brother Hagin was ministering and he began to speak in tongues and then he interpreted the tongues that God gave him. But then he said something I never forgot. He said, but that's not all of it. That's not all of it. So he went on teaching and preaching. Then he stopped and spoke in tongues again and he began to interpret it and he said, that's the rest of it. That's the rest of it. So even in the area of administration, And we're speaking specifically about the message of tongues because the speaker doesn't know what he's saying. It's unknown to him. And even the hearer, which is why we need the interpretation of tongues, sometimes I think people think that they have it all in one measure. But you don't. It's line upon line precept upon precept. We should yield to the Holy Ghost every day, not just once in our life or in the receiving of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but we should yield to the Holy Ghost in everything we do, in everywhere we go. It's all right to pray under the anointing of the Spirit. One time, I left my home to go to Watertown, New York, and the Lord said, pray in tongues. Now, that's not the gift of tongues, but that's different. It's the prayer language God gives you, and we'll deal with that tomorrow. But he said, pray in tongues the whole way from West Virginia to Watertown, New York. I had no idea when I was praying. I got to the toll booth. I kept speaking in tongues. I didn't stop. And the lady said to me, I don't speak that, but it's a dollar and a quarter. I think she thought I was from a different nation. I paid her anyhow. I didn't have easy pass then. And I got up to Watertown and I got into my room and it didn't lift. And the Lord kept having me to pray in tongues. And then all of a sudden the understanding came and out of my spirit, everybody say out of your spirit. Out of my spirit, I heard myself saying, George Bush will be the next president and he'll win by one vote. I thought, I don't want that old man back in again, Lord. I didn't know he had a son. But you see, these things are not done by you or me. God has a purpose. The Bible says he puts up whom he will. He'll pull down whom he will. And once you learn that you're not God, what a relief life becomes. A lot of people are getting too political. Don't worry about it. God has everything. Set forth according to the scripture. And your gift will bring you before great men. So I get to the meeting. You'll like this. And this uh, brother come up to me. He said, and at first I thought he was a little egotistical. He said, I'm the most decorated African-American in the army. I said, well, praise the Lord, brother. What do you say to that? He said, but the Lord told me to give you something. I said, he did. Now I'm expecting to receive And he handed me a tie tack with the presidential seal on the front. He said, turn it over and look at it, Brother Shuttlesworth. I turned it over and said, George H.W. Bush. Now, he didn't know that morning, God told me. And so even then, I thought that was the next presidency. And I said, this may not mean a whole lot to you. Oh, no, he said it did. I was on the security detail when the president came to uh, Fort Drum in New York here. Is that the name of it? Fort Trump. And he said, uh, before he got back on the helicopter, he stopped and handed me this. And he said, they told me you're the most decorated African-American in the army. I want you to have my tie tack. And gave it to the man. Now, for that man to give that to me, that had to be the Holy Ghost. Because that was important to him. That reflected his life and his uh, career and all that he did. Are you hearing me? But... The point I'm making, I prayed out something in the Holy Ghost. When January came and they were hanging all the chads, I was glad my name was Brother Ted. But when they didn't know, it was down to Florida who won, I'd go around the house and I'd say to my wife, Bush wins, Bush wins. She said, oh, shut up. (laughs) She didn't say shut up. She said, be quiet. Then when she'd get ready to go to sleep at night, I'd lean in there and go, Bush wins, Bush wins. (laughs) By one vote. And the way that our nation is set up, it went to the Supreme Court and one justice voted and George W. Bush became the president. Well, I've prayed over all of these things. The Lord showed me, for example, that Clinton would be president. He showed me President Obama would be the president. He showed me that President Trump would be the president. Now, why does he do that? I have no idea. But I do believe God will show you things to come, John 16, if you yield to the Holy Ghost. So a lot of times when God shows me something, I adjust my ministry and position myself for the greater blessing. Some of you aren't getting it, but I'm going to keep teaching it anyhow. It has nothing to do with politics. It has nothing to do with economy. It has nothing to do with personal advancement. It's just that the Holy Spirit has something better for you and I. And if we yield to the Holy Ghost, we'll not be taken unawares by anything. But God has everything in the palm of his hand. And the Bible says <coughs> that, the, uh, that literally our life is in the hand of God. I trust him. If you trust him, lift your hand right now and say, Lord, I receive the Holy Ghost. Now, I like to say it this way. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is the doorway to all of the gifts of the Spirit, including tongues and interpretation of tongues. Let me say that again. The mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost is the doorway of all the nine gifts in this dispensation under this new covenant, including tongues and the interpretation of tongues. Some people say, I don't want the baptism. And they say, but I'd sure like to have tongues. You can't have one without the other. Are you hearing me? And so Jesus said in Mark 16, these signs shall follow them that believe. And then he said, In my name, they shall speak with new tongues. Jesus said that. He said that before the Holy Ghost was outpoured. Prophesying as Isaiah did in the 28th chapter, that with stammering lips and another tongue, will I speak unto this people. I thank God for the Holy Ghost. And in my life since I've been filled with the Holy Ghost and have learned how to pray in tongues, I have learned how that God uses that to reveal prophetically things which are to come. One morning, I was going to the office praying in tongues. And I come down and there was a flagman at the road. and he waved me through, and I heard the Holy Ghost say, "Hit the brake! I hit the brake." And when I did, an 18-wheeler blew by the flag man, didn't stop. And if I'd have followed the flag man instead of the Holy Ghost, I'd have been T-boned by an 18-wheeler. I'm not even sure I'd have been here. There is something in the anointing of the Holy Ghost that will help you, that will protect you, that will bless you, that will keep you. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen? And the mighty baptism is the doorway according to the scripture, to these gifts. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls, and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in and by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.